0: From the hosts that brought you to Coding Westworld and Westworld the Recapables comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast uh, on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker. Welcome to Westworld season four in the Prestige TV podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld season four. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify.
1: Can I talk now? Back in the office. Gonna do it now. Record the show. Go
0: ahead, Mike. That's how you want to hope. <laughs> Um, I am on day three of keto, and I feel horrible. You're doing keto too? I have not had any sugar at all. I'm oh. not talking like limited amounts. None. Well, yeah. I'd- I have not had feelings of, it's not hatred, but... I've seen you in worse moods. When I came this in here and bad. the lights were off. Honestly, oh it's a nothing thing. Jesse <laughs> sitting here with the studio lights. I was immediately, I was like, I dislike this guy. And he's my best friend. I don't dislike him at all. Aww. I'm so irrational right now.
1: <laughs> I, I was I, there last week, bro. I didn't know we were both doing keto together. I don't even want to talk about how I feel about <laughs> you right now. It's horrible. People would hear this like, what is wrong with this kid? He's doing so good then. I, I really appreciate your positivity. Sure. That's all Nothing but positive, buddy.
0: You're um, in the first... This is the first recording session in
1: the new studio. Yeah. We do need to get some more. Some we got curtain. I got I got those sound things, but I did get told that it would be nice the to desk. have something on the table. The only... What about the curtain? Uh by the, the heavy curtain. Probably not gonna add a lot. Um I was told by the production. Okay. No, no, no. I mean like for how you and I are talking, we're our voices are mainly gotcha. echoing off these two walls. So okay. guys, uh if the echo's bad, chime in, let us know. Thank you. You know what? Keep it to yourself. Don't I'm say a word. bad enough. <laughs> All right. Um so do you want to just jo- dive in? I can do a rundown. I haven't done a rundown, I feel like, in forever. I'd rather not, but if you want to, you're welcome to. Your and, show. And, and now <laughs> now we've got these things back. <laughs> you guys remember those? Those UP- are fun. UPS
0: delivery. Tops, platinum, chrome boxes just got dropped off. Had a nice little case of that.
1: Couldn't have dropped them off at the office so we could have something to rip right Courtesy on the show. Courtesy of GTS, by the way. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. Nice plug. Okay, well then let's go ahead and start the show. How? What do you say? so excited. So excited. Here we go. We are hitting a little bit of a reflection moment on the goats. Over the last three years, the market's been having some ups and downs, and now we want to see where are these goats now. We're going to also touch on mailbag in a different format. You guys provided us with what you are doing now that we've seen a little bit of a change in the market, (laughs) maybe a big change in the market. What is your strategy as we uh, go about this new terrain. We're going to talk NBA free agency news, uh, new releases. We've got a few purchases. I actually have one as well. Uh, upcoming guests. And then your regular mailbag of actual questions. So with all that. Don't. oh God. Yep, that's it. That's it. You're not allowed to
0: play another one. Big Three year reflection. I'm talking over that every time. No. I actually don't. The other <laughs> the one's the even better. Wire. Okay. This was inspired because a couple guys recently have, someone started this trend on Facebook. Hey, look at this. And, and I specifically saw this with a PSA eight, 1986, Michael Jordan rookie. Isn't it crazy? These are only selling for 7,500, 8,000. Now look at this sale from whatever, six months ago or so. And it was selling for probably double that. I mean, honestly at this point. Um, and so people were like, well, yeah, even the goats are coming down. Like it's crazy how, how pricing has changed, whatever. Mm-hmm. True. And so my comment to a lot of these people, yeah, I think it hit about. Man, I'd like. I cannot get this one sale to show up on CardLadder. Are you looking at a Jordan PSA eight? Yeah. Okay. So they were doing in January. They were doing thirteen thousand. January of last year, thirteen to fifteen thousand. Looks like that was. They had almost
1: twenty-five actually. On a PSA eight. On a PSA eight. Yep. When do you have this? Uh, In uh, February 6th of 2021, sold for twenty-four thousand dollars. Then there's one at fifteen thousand dollars on February 27th. Um, um, but- so, so that seems a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. So, I'm seeing the verified sales, thirteen to fifteen thousand.
0: Maybe I'm missing it. Either way, this so like, hey, even the all time greats are coming way down now. Look at this, and people are trying to use these graphics. And then it was, well, look at this LeBron card, it's tanked. Look at this Kobe card, this is a goat that's tanked. Look at all the, oh, the Kobe's not as good as LeBron or Jordan, not mm-hmm. even close. Uh, look at this Tom Brady stuff that's way down right now. So it kind of was like my res- my response to these posts is always the same. If you came in the last two years. Yeah, you're probably upside down if you bought at the wrong time, but anybody who's been in the card game for a while, has been rewarded for their patience because you've done really well. And honestly, the numbers do not lie about this. So like to go back about three years with that Jordan card. Mm -hmm. So that Jordan card back in, let me see here, October, excuse me, July of 2019. So just about three years ago to the day was doing 22 to $2,500. It's now doing more than three times that. Yes, there was a crazy monumental spike. There's no more iconic card than that, aside from, I would argue, the 89 Griffey upper deck card at this point, I think, is the most. But the Jordan 86 Flair rookie, people love it. People want to use that as a baseline for everything. Everything both good, like unbelievable. When the one sells a record high, all the market's about to catch fire. They also want to over-dramatize it when it's low. And look, this thing was, you know, like you just said, over 20000 a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. But this is now let's look at the actual data. If you've come in recent history, sure. But the majority of people I don't think have. And so it's kind of an anomaly to me. Honestly, this whole spike, everything spiked at that point. It was out of control. But just three years ago, the Jordan, a 300 percent return, 300 to 350 percent return,
1: which everybody I think we mentioned this in the last show, too. It is. That kind of return is insane in any other financial market, like over a three-year period. It's a
0: triple your money in three years, more than triple.
1: Yeah, that's just—it's something that guys should not set their sights on. If you're getting into the hobby and you think, oh, I'm going to do the same thing, that doesn't happen all the time. Like what we saw over the last couple of years is an anomaly. Okay, Brady's next.
0: Again, goat in his sport. Let's go with just his baseline Bowman Chrome, 2000 Bowman Chrome, BGS 9.5. These things back in November of 2021. So now you're talking only, what, seven, eight months ago, early November, over $9,000. Now that same card is trading at
1: 49.
0: I was going to say, I've got like 45 to 5,000, depending on subs. Yeah. Yeah. Half of it. Okay. So let's go back three years with Brady, who was, again, three years ago was already the go. Not like that was a big indicator for him. So trace this thing back. Like same thing. It's actually July 2019. End of July. Yeah. Under $1,000, multiple yeah. sales. That card right now is almost 500% of an increase in three years. I'm not talking about in, in 28 years, stuff I've held since I was a kid, but a lot of people have held. Fine. Same, I mean, even even better trajectory than Jordan. The Jordan's three to three and a half times. Brady, you're talking five times. Insane. Uh, I've got two more examples. I'm, I am curious about... I'm going to save the tops Chrome LeBron for last because I think it's probably the worst beating. 1996 tops Kobe Bryant. Uh, Google when he died, please, because I don't remember exactly when he died. I, I'm very curious as to this. So a, a 1996 tops paper PSA 10 Kobe is doing about $1,100 right now. Oh, it was right before
1: was it the 2020? pandemic? Yeah, January 2020. Yep.
0: Okay, so three years ago, then. So this is a bit of an anomaly because three years ago he was still living, obviously the pro- But just to kind of put that in perspective. That card was about a hundred and fifty dollars three years ago, as a PSA ten. You said he died in January of 2020. Yep. So let me just get. I'm just gonna try to find the closest sale to then. Still, it was four to five hundred dollars right after the fact. Mm-hmm. That card is still double that after his death, after the huge spike in all of his stuff when he died.
1: And he's again, like you said, not considered to be better than LeBron or Jordan. Oh, not with anybody
0: with an actual brain. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, the LeBron is the most interesting to me, so I went with the 2003 Topps Chrome. I went with the PSA nine because I own this card, so I was curious, and I've, I've gotten absolutely butchered on LeBron stuff. So LeBron PSA nine again, record highs. You're talking for PSA nine almost ten thousand dollars, which is just uh, brutal to think about. Wait, where did you buy in? Oh, I think I'm in like four or five thousand, and then my nine five I paid like seventeen thousand, and that is only worth like four. It's a, it has true gem subs. Yeah, but it's way, way, way down. The LeBron PSA nine, as of right now, about nineteen hundred dollars. Three years ago, again, let me just try to find the most accurate date. June twenty fifth, pretty accurate. Four fifty. Five hundred and forty dollars. Dude, that card is still, and LeBron stuff is probably taking as much of a beating as anybody. Three to four times the value. The whole point here, I do think people need to pump the brakes with this whole. The whole market is crashing. Everything is crashing based on January of 2020, not even April of 2020 to a, to the, for that year. Since then, it is really nowhere near as bad as people think. I'm still being very cautious with my money. That's why today's mailbag, I said, you know, what are you guys doing? What's your strategy? Where are you spending your money? Are you even spending money? Because, yeah, the market has taken a significant hit based on the all time highs we saw over the past, I don't know, eight to 18 months. But now you take a step back and put it in perspective. This stuff is so up over the past three years, it's not even funny. So, like, you have some of these things prepared. So, like, what are some of the comments, like, what guys are doing with their money now, with the market being down?
1: Uh, yeah, so thank you,
0: guys. Hang on, let me make it better. Jesse Gibson, take it away!
1: Yep. Is that what, uh, you're doing that it. You're That's what it? I wanted. Okay, cool. Uh, Christopher Duff. Put some enthusiasm in your big, voice. F- big fan. Uh, us of him and him of us. Uh, he says, when the market is down, it's a great time to get stuff for PC or, in guys, you're bullish on long term. Um, or, and I really appreciate that he pointed this out, or take a break.
0: Okay. It's funny. So I, I'm three for three on that. If I find Brady stuff, Bird, uh, Bill Russell- PC stuff right now, mm-hmm. as I've said before, I'm okay buying it right now, even though the bottom may continue to drop some. I think we're very close if we're not already there. I agree with that. Uh, the long-term stuff, I have the same view of. Yep. It's also why I've been buying way more of the Marvel set that I want right now, the uh, the uh, Sign of the Times football set. That's all PC stuff. I think it's a great time. And yes, I have slowed down with my buying, as I think most people should, unless somebody's like, hey, which I'll talk about in my recent pickups, hey, I need quick money. Are you still buying stuff for like 80% comps? Sure, I'll buy cards quick to flip them for 15%, 20%. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But by and large, I don't think there's anything wrong with slowing down some. Um, so that's interesting. Co- so what? Well, you- And Chris oh, goes good.
1: on to make an additional point that I really four appreciated. So, yeah, you're Chris. right, because there were
0: three, and then this is— Hang
1: on, let me check those numbers. Is that's, Mike on? Mike, check those four. numbers. four. You can keep talking. Mike's going to the numbers. Chris <laughs> says, um, I'll say that one thing that I've been doing is looking at slabs from other companies that don't sell as well and picking them up cheap to try and cross over. Um, I actually looked into this right before. I think this is actually a a really smart idea, but you have to be flexible. This is what I noticed when trying to uh, recreate this investment strategy um, after I saw this comment, There are a number of good opportunities for this to happen, Uh, whether you're finding a CSG or an HGA uh, slab that may be underselling something like a PSA, BGS, or SGC. The only thing, don't go in with a mindset of, I'm only doing this for this certain player because... It does seem a little more difficult to find these grades out there, and likely it should because it's a less-used company.
0: Let me just lay the baseline for what you're talking about, too, just because I think we got ahead of it. So going out and buying an an old CSG95 or even the brand-new CSG10 because that is gem mint and crossing it because it's selling for just about raw, crossing that or attempting to cross that to a PSA For the most part, for PSA, although I would argue at some points, SGC is the same thing. I would cross it to there because it's cheaper and faster. But by and large, CSG to PSA.
1: So this is kind of the easy strategy if anyone wants to try this. I pull up two tabs, whether in Card Ladder or eBay, go to the sold sales or in Card Ladder. I just go to sales history. I type in whatever, you know, call it Mac Jones in this case is what I did. Mac Jones, Don Russ. I put CSG 10 on one tab, uh, SGC 10 in another tab. It's selling for $40 as in P, uh, CSG and $65 as an SGC. Now, then I put in PSA. PSA selling it at $135. So you can get this card, CSG 10, for $41, $42, and g- go and regrade it at PSA for $135 or get $135. What for card it. is this? The Mac Jones Don, Russ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, if you take a 10 for each of them. So, honestly, there are ways to do this, but when I first went and searched, I didn't put in Mac Jones. I just put in, uh, honestly, I just put in Rookie CSG 10 and just saw what cards were available because it, it is just, you're, you're going to be pretty hard-pressed to find someone specific you're looking for. So, I do think that strategy from Duff is something you can do. Just you know, go in with those expectations. Um, I would
0: be very careful too with that. Here's the like that Mac Jones is a, is a tough one to deal with. It's going to take months to get a pack from PSA. That stuff that that card in particular is declining as we speak. I wouldn't do it with anything new. You want to do it with more established stuff? That's one thing. But okay. I, I would say that be careful because in three to five months when you get it back, things could change. Sure. So, anyways,
1: um, well, three to five months when when does the season start again? It's to, uh Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you do. Want but to you're also going to see again on new things. There's two things the pop count's going to go way up, and other
0: products are going to continue to come out. Yep. Kind of devaluing. Now, that granted, it comes up and just plays unbelievable. Then you have to buy sure. all this stuff. But yeah, I think I would try that strategy more with established stuff. Well, that's Kobe. why I would think- get a Kobe. Matter of fact, somebody wrote me about... It's funny you say this. And I was so angry with you with the lighting situation. Yeah. I didn't think about it. When more you mentioned unhappy. this off-air, yep. somebody did this with a CSG nine five Kobe. Oh, yeah. Because they got a crazy deal on a rookie. And it was. It was at comps. But it was like... I forget the exact card but it was basically $400 for that Mm -hmm. the SGC was a few hundred more and then PSA was a couple hundred more above that and I was like buy it and cross (laughs) it like cross (laughs) it for cheap to SGC and absolutely or or take a little bit more time and money and go with PSA
1: yeah that's probably the wiser more Mm -hmm. definitely the safer play for a more established player um all right, so that was, uh, that was. thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. We actually have a lot of your inputs. Um, That's fine. From,
0: this is kind of the big picture.
1: That's okay. okay. All right, well, yeah, so let's hit a few more. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Matt Tillman says, I'm working on my PC, a collection of NFL Hall of Fame rookie cards. Um, uh, this is, it ends up going into a question. Do you want to answer yeah, it? Okay. I like Matt. Which do you think is a better play, buy the grade that I can afford to add to the collection or save up? and buy the highest grade I can find. If you can save up in the next couple of months and do it, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Just because, again, I think
0: I'm still being kind of near the bottom. Mm-hmm. This is for PC, so he's not looking to flip it immediately. Yep. High grades over time are going to definitely, I think, yield a better return. So, yeah, and I like that strategy. Again, he's buying for PC, yep. and he's buying, you know, uh, even if they're not obviously not, they're not all
1: GOATs, but established Hall of Fame rookies, mm-hmm. excellent play. Uh, Rich Moy says, I've moved some of my modern stuff and rolled it into more iconic cards like the Gretzky Smart. Rookie, yep. which I've wanted since I was 12, couldn't resist. Um, he then goes on to say, do you think we're at or approaching the floor for iconic cards like these? I do. Yep. Yeah,
0: I I, would I, say- I think within the three months post-national, I think we're going to be either at the exact floor or slightly on the
1: up t- uptick. So this is something interesting, guys, if you, if you never... If you've never looked at the index on card ladder, it's just nice because it incorporates so many different cards that you can get a general sense for uh, what the market is doing. And what you'll notice on the graph is it is in a steady decline, or incline, up until COVID, the, the COVID boom. You have a huge spike, and then you have a huge drop, but you notice that that incline, if you were to draw a straight line through the huge spike and then drop, It's almost right in line with where it would be anyways. And it's continuing to move slightly upward from there. So it is interesting to note that we are still in a healthy pattern. We just saw a giant spike and then a normalization. So uh, I I would say that we may be close to the bottom, if not there. Okay. Let's do a few more comments and we'll just save the rest for... Um, So next, let's go to non-question. So Von Bailey... I grade cards, That's my specialty, and I'm a PSA guy due to the values and the registry appeal. I'm going to be a bit more selective, but continue to grade. My sourcing has my sourcing has changed. Brakes are way more risky now than just buying cases. Which That's is fair. Still Vaughn used to buy into every single Bowman, especially Vaughn's a huge Bowman guy. Oh, okay. Yep, he was a big-time guy with brakes. He says, I still grade in bulk and sell base 5 to 1 over others. Yep. It has definitely slowed, but all, uh, but so have all types. I grade because I feel that this is most secure long-term. I agree. And, uh, as the hobby develops, I feel true collectors will maintain a desire for graded agree. and that the PSA registry will continue to generate demand from collectors. I agree with that as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. There's Skeptical, no question.
0: I liked his last line though. Skeptical the flippers will maintain in the hobby. I agree with that also. Like yeah. you've already seen that cool off because it's not just walking by anything and it's worth 10 X. So yeah, that, and that's a guy who is, I don't know if he's doing this as a full-time profession, but a serious side hustle at the very least. Well, yeah, he says it's and a specialty. And he's been doing it for so, years. So yeah. I wrote a letter to PSA for Vaughn at one point as a reference, I believe. To get a job there? No, for him to get a uh, like a vendor account or whatever. Oh, I'm really? pretty sure did that's he, the case. Did he get his? Th- of course he did. my <laughs> T.O. says you give this guy a vendor. <laughs> You're giving the guy. PSA him. wrote back, who are you? I was like, <laughs> all right, sorry. Go away. Yeah.
1: Hey, little guy, Vaughn's in. You're know. um, Mar- out. I like this one from Mark Rapala. Sure. I'm going to the Dallas Card Show, the 14th through the 17th. Strike one, Mark. There's a show in Nashville
0: that same weekend. Nashville is better than Dallas in every single way possible. But continue.
1: I find it interesting that Nashville Card Show, I knew about it, but that we have not talked about it. And it's like you Here's purposely have not said anything to me about Here's it. Here's the
0: thing. We're in your backyard. They mm-hmm. make no attempt to market or reach out to us. I can't help you. It's, it is funny. I, I, that, honestly, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Dallas car shows reach out to
1: us how many times? Yep, that's true. I mean, like a lot well, I mean, of big shows a reach out. Smaller show. Maybe they just don't know anything about. Maybe but this big one's like 300 tables in Nashville. Oh, it's that big.
0: Three hundred. Uh, you tables? know what? You go ahead and read All this. Right. Read the statement. Let me look it up because I think it's huge.
1: All right. So he goes on to say he's going to be at the Dallas Card Show, July fourteenth through seventeenth. Fully expect the show to be trading heavy and buying, uh, and people trying to sell heavy. People are scared of the market as a whole. Breaking into products as a whole is down. Everyone is selling and afraid to buy. Uh, uh, some of this is being dramatic, by the yeah, way. But it's okay. a little of a bit of a pessimist uh, viewpoint, but. Whoa. I'm what? so sorry. Let me interrupt real quick. Go ahead.
0: July fifteenth to the seventeenth. First of all, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's four hundred and fifty tables. That's massive in That's Nashville.
1: A big show. They've been
0: they've been tweeting and going nuts about.
1: it. I thought Nash that, Cards was going to be
0: there. Has seven likes. Nash Cards having his trade night a couple nights before uh, the Thursday night before that. Um, Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: it is a little annoying, but well, whatever. Um, but picking up uh, – he's he PC Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, picking up more Russell Wilson. Um, so he's, he is a buyer, but he is going to these shows in the idea that people are going to be selling or trading very heavily.
0: Because people don't want to go out and just simply buy a card because they don't want their capital tri- tied up. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I'm underwater on this card. I don't care if I'm trading it out know, for a different card. It's just you're trading an asset for an asset. So I think this, because I actually have heard this from a number of people and I think it's reasonable. I prefer this as well. If you give me the option to just, with some stuff, although a lot of the stuff that's down for me, I'm like, I'd rather just hold it. However, Mm -hmm. if you gave me the option, I can trade a thousand dollar card or I can pay a thousand dollars cash. Yeah. If it's a card that I'm not severely underwater on and I think the value is about where it should be. In other words, it's not very undervalued. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, I would rather just trade the card. I'd rather keep the cash. So I'm good with that line of thinking. I also start to wonder, though, does that start to bring back the cash is king type mentality, which really has not been the case. It shows if you are one of the guys who is there with money looking to just spend. Mm -hmm. Will there be more opportunities for you to do that?
1: Maybe. I mean, it sounds if if you are a subscriber to his point of view, it sounds like there would be. Sure. Sean Redman says buying strictly PC guys right now. uh, Nothing I don't plan on holding long term. Cool. Nothing I don't. So that's a double negative. So something, so something I Something do. he does, but i holding long term. Which is perfect. So something he does. Uh, um, also, looking at grail cards, though, I haven't pounced on anything yet. Don't pounce on anything
0: ever in your life, Sean.
1: <laughs> I, that's the best <laughs> advice hurt. I can ever give you. Um, um, yeah, do you I think like that, that, do you think, the, basically, that seems to be a lot of guys? Because uh, then Dan uh, Signorelli goes, Same I've been thing? buying more vintage in this market. Guys to seem hold, to be going, like yeah. PC. Yeah,
0: again, how do you get hurt? Now, yes, you could get hurt financially if I buy a Brady tomorrow for two thousand, and in six months it's worth fifteen hundred. Yeah. Okay, but again, that's kind of ties in with my theory of gr- like stuff I'm buying to keep long, long term. I'm not looking at the values on a daily basis, or a weekly, or even monthly basis. There are Brady cards in my safety deposit box that I have not checked the value on since the since the documentary crew
1: was here. What oh, wow. was that? Yeah, twenty uh, 20- December. Yeah. Was it that? I thought it was even earlier than that, but yeah, it was fall. Something, it was So you're cold. talking, yeah. so let's
0: call it eight months ago, and I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's the same, like, I just, if if it's stuff you want to keep, like, I'm not saying go out and just spend frivolously because, oh, I'm keeping it. But if you've made an informed decision at the time, live with the decision and just be, be chill. The only time I make an exception for that is, hey, this car just 10 x overnight because some, you know, some clown influencer is like really pumping it. Yeah. I may sell a card that was technically a long-term hold for me because I think, if, and it's an artificial market. I can buy it back, but in general, yeah, I, I like to play right now. I, I like that play always, but especially right now in a in a market that calls for caution, I still think the buying of PC stuff is is a very good play. You know what's Which, funny is that this what is, is funny,
1: a, Jesse. Oh, I you were asking, you, Michael. No, yeah, yeah, no. no great. Thank laugh. you for asking. <laughs> we're gonna laugh about this one. Uh, this is actually the time where guys. Sh- are every like the investors who got into the hobby to try and make money because they saw people flipping stuff for five, 10 X of what they bought it for. Uh, but they got burned because they bought in and then the market crashed. This is actually the time where guys could potentially mm-hmm. do something like that. But the mentality is so much that oh, the market's crashing, it's falling. I don't want to buy in at the wrong time that they actually wait and they end up missing out on that opportunity. It it's not to say we're at the bottom. We we don't give don't say professional it. financial advice. However, it wow. is something to think about. It is something to think about that if that is if that was your whole game plan to get it back into the hobby of collecting cards, this is you're you're in a better spot now than you've been over the last 2 years basically. Cool.
0: I just, I want to blow to the NBA free agency thing. Um the news is there's not a ton of huge news. Uh, Kyrie Irving opted in. Mm-hmm. I do have a comment about that because I've noticed on the Ringer and ESPN, a lot of these big outlets, like, it doesn't change anything. You know, Kyrie and Durant, maybe not on the court. Can you tell me what opting in means? So he has a what's called a player option. Uh-huh. Just like the Ringer with us has a has a company yeah. option. That's this, So in this example, the Brooklyn Nets are the team. Yep. He is the player. Yep. The ringer is the team. We are mm-hmm. the player. Yep. At the end of the year, if the ringer says, we want you back, that is done. We do not have a say in that. We cannot choose to come back. They have a team option.
1: Gotcha. Kyrie, gotcha. it's
0: just the exact opposite. He a player option. The team could say, we want you. Doesn't matter. It is totally up to him. So he accepted the player option he has. He activated the option. So he's still staying with the Nets then. For one year, $36 million. <sighs> so – I don't like it from an on-court standpoint. I I think he's a wacko. I don't think it's a great basketball move. I don't think I would go out and buy him, though. I don't have that kind of confidence. But if you have his stuff, I think I have a few PSA 10 prism rookies. I am going to hold it because I think there's going to be some waves there. Because I do think when those guys are healthy and playing together, they create buzz. So anyways, Kyrie's back with the Nets. Release week, we got 2022 Chronicles Draft Football. It's a new draft class. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very underwhelmed in general by the draft class because, again, from a card standpoint, we don't have a ton of, there's not a ton of quarterbacks, a lot of receivers, some running backs, maybe. Um, what do you have for like price box breakdown on? And this releases t- uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, for Friday.
1: Um, box break is going to have three autographs, one memorabilia, 12 Opti Chrome cards. Uh, you're looking at not a, well, I don't know. I didn't think it was a terrible price compared to everything else $150 a box. Yeah, and I'm six looking packs elsewhere at 100, 135 Okay. So call it 140 so six packs per box, eight cards per box or per pack. Um, I don't know. What do you think? $150? Here's the one thing I'm going to tell you. You're not going to see any pro uniform
0: stuff for a long time. Traditionally, anything college uniform, because of just normal supply line, mm-hmm. it's get in and get out. Like, get in, rip it, buy it, flip it, grade it, whatever you're going to do, but do it quickly. Do it now. Because, oh, in four to five weeks, we're going to start seeing pro uniform stuff, which would really crush the value in college. Yeah. I mean, we still are waiting on other... Actually, as I'm saying this, I wonder if we're done with 2021 football products. Flawless might have been the last because Prism and Flawless. 2021, NFL. Anyways, as you're doing that, I don't hate Chronicles this year because I think you're going to have a much bigger window to do that because they're only going to have college stuff. Um, And there's not going to be any pro stuff for months at this point. Um, Last year's boxes, the same product, you're running over $200. This one's $140. It's a cheap, fun rip. I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, this is one, if you want to go out and get something for the kids that is like reasonably priced, it's 140 bucks. Like in the world of boxes, hobby boxes, it's a pretty decent price. I don't know where you're going to go to find this, by the way. Do you have um, a source?
1: Yeah. So as far as like there's Panini Chronicles football for 2021. that um, hasn't come out yet? Yeah. That's supposed to come out on July 13th. Okay, and I think that is the last one before. And no one, I mean, so oh that's well, like, now there's 2021 Penny Don Optic that comes oh, out. Oh, that's right, Optic has not come out yet. I'm sorry, and ha- and has a uh, Select. Um and no, Selects Select. coming out the end of
0: July. So that's what I mean. You still yep. got another month of 2021 product. Never mind. Then we got to get 2022 college uniform product. Mm-hmm. We're going to be, I, I think, going to be three to six months before we see 2022 pro uniform
1: anything. Because anything, if it says draft, it's all college football or college uniform, right? Yeah, is Correct. Okay. So, yeah, select that. is the end of July. I
0: think that's the end. Yeah, I'm just oh, no, double I, checking. I like
1: There's select. Optic, and
0: then, Optic comes out. Oh, the same week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, at this point, the same week. So Donruss Optic, H2 is at the end of July, 2021. Yeah, I don't see any others other than that. Somebody from Charlotte, Tennessee is calling me. Did you ever know Charlotte existed? My daughter's name is Charlotte, so I did know that. We can get over that did I, keep it going do a thing um okay so there you go there's your football yeah all right um you made up, a purchase i, I made a purchase I don't know last about night this. here's the thing i don't necessarily want to you know spoil it because i'm going to show it off it's it's more fun it's not like really this is if if sports boy collects anything it's the nonsense right and so i found these lots of just random packs of cards. Just, I didn't realize, I mean, I know we've said that uh, the card world was nuts in like the the 90s and even the 80s where everything had a card. Everything had some kind of training card, every show, every sport. Um, but it's almost, I, I didn't know it was literal. I have found a, like packs of cards for almost every show I watched. Like, we're talking like the Sympto, Simpsons, I already had the Home Improvements up, like, Rugrats and then movies like Independence Day, Rugrats. Back to the Future. I remember that. Almost every popular or decently popular show or movie has cards. And so I bought up a ton of these unopened packs. Um some of them I don't I'm not even 100% sure I'm getting cuz I ended up ordering from like nine different people. I don't know. I spent like 250 bucks on just like just so, so many good. of these. Like, and these packs are not expensive. So uh, so I should what? be getting a lot of in them in the world. I'm very excited. And that means a lot of gum. The gum is the I that's all I wanted actually, so. Have and you then tried you bought the gum something. Out? I will try. Here's my promise to you the listener. I will chew a piece of gum okay. from one of these packs. I don't know which one yet. On air? On air. Maybe on one of our train
0: wreck YouTube shows we're trying to revive. <laughs> um, speaking of I just got an interesting text from our our sales rep at Peach State. Uh-huh. I got five cases of Trinity Baseball. Leaf Trinity Baseball. I'm not a huge Leaf fan. Yeah. Leaf Trinity Baseball is awesome every year. The best patches, like ridiculous looking stuff. I'm looking too. Like I was trying to pull up the checklist, which is not a full checklist, but it's got every, like one of the most slept on products of the year. I was actually super excited to be able to get that many cases and the boxes will still, even once it gets a little more hype, as it gets closer, I think it releases in a few weeks, maybe even next week you will still be able to get these for under 200 bucks. I'm going to run these like mad on the app, by the way.
1: Can you do me a favor? Sure. Can you reach out to him and ask him if he has a case of. I don't want to say it. out loud Because everyone. No. I don't know. Because I said an old inventory list every week. Dang it. Yep. All right. It was pop century.
0: Do you have any pop century boxes? Jesse's hot. No I, no,
1: I want it from a distributor or something. If I can get it like I did last year, because it's, I mean, last year, I think oh. I paid eighteen. 18- oh, well, we gave you the allocated case. That's why. Well, I know, but that's what I mean. Like, I bought oh, from that. Like, yeah, that will never happen again. They are... There's some feathers ruffled about that because you sold some, and if we were going to sell it, we would have just sold Wait, it. Wait, was there ever an intention that I was going to keep them all?
0: No, but I think there was kind of an understanding. You were probably like oh, he loves the price. He's going to rip it for himself.
1: If not, we would have just sold it for 3000 ourselves. Oh, my goodness. You guys... Well, I no one told me I couldn't sell it. No one said there were there were strings attached I to understand. that purchase. No strings attached. Wow. Okay. You know what? It wouldn't even be popular if I didn't mention it. No one even know about it. Well, humility wouldn't kill. <laughs> no, I, I can't am, even get to that. I am the card maker. Oh boy, everything I say blows up. All right, go ahead, Mike. You yeah, have some purchases. <laughs> I bought. I got a super deal on two Kobe's.
0: I got a metal PSA ten and a Topps PSA ten. Mm, Topps was a PSA nine. I lied. Six fifty going for about 775 800 ish for the pair so i got a nice deal there again short-term flip for me just gonna buy them and flip them marvel stuff i mean i won a marvel card last night so it is it was like a te- one of the team so it's a mm-hmm. like horizontal
1: i thought you were only going heroes and villains are you doing no teams? i'm doing the whole set as sgc tens oh, every every single even card. the comic book ones 165 cards whatever oh, i thought you weren't doing that okay
0: you thought wrong sir um But this was a decent one. This is the Fantastic Four, and I think Mm -hmm. it's a rookie. Again, it's a a sideways, so it's not the hero card. Uh SGC10, and and the PSA is not doing much better. I think it was with tax and shipping. It was like
1: $41. Oh, that's ridiculous. I'm in on
0: that. There's a couple that end tonight Uh, from my football set, the 2001 set. I am hoping that follows. There's actually a couple of those guys I have never seen. Like, the cards never come up, even though they're not that good. So I'm going to be bidding heavy on those.
1: I'm just pulling up sgc tins. I want to see uh, that you actually bought this card. This is on eBay? Yeah, I bought. A, I got a picture of it on my phone. For $40? That's just like, it's, it, not to say I don't believe you, but I don't believe you. That seems so cheap that it doesn't even make sense why someone there you would go. do that. 36 bucks on bid, tax, and shipping. Screen. can't really say that,
0: but that's I believe you. No, 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 I, don't, no I, don't, I don't. I believe there it. There you go. $36.
1: $36? No, <laughs> shipping and
0: tax. Wow. Now man.
1: granted, it's not the hero set, but I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, but still. Man, that's awesome. I was very excited about that. As well, you should be. All right. Uh, Was that all? Any other buys that's good? I have a a backlog at this point of wax
0: and cases that have come out recently. I need to start selling some boxes. That is my other epiphany I've had lately. I need to get live on the app one or two times a week and just auction full personal boxes. I've got like one or two cases of select baseball. Mm -hmm. I've got a bunch of hobby and light. The new Topps Chrome Platinum that just came out oh yeah the by the way, i box, bought a personal yeah. that stuff off flushing brakes on the app the other night yeah it's interesting you are not chasing like oh there's eight autos a box right there's one auto a box mm-hmm. most of the autos are very average but the set design it's actually a super night i was it's very, a throwback right it's a throwback to like the 52 by and large actually a really cool set i kind of enjoy stuff like that because i don't have to spend a ton of money to get it and i'm not just chasing i don't want two dollar autos of like useless guys i'd yeah. rather just have like something it's legends heavy so I've got some of those hobby boxes. I've got those light boxes. Like I said, I've got the select and then Trinity baseball, whenever that comes out, which now I'm just going to look, cause
1: I've said it like three times. Is it Trinity baseball?
0: Yeah. Leaf Trinity soccer comes out next week. Leaf Trinity baseball comes out on the eighth. So I'm going to be live selling a bunch of those. Like I said, I think they'll probably be by the time the market comes out, I'm mm-hmm. guessing 160 to 185 and it's five autos and the best patch autos in the game period. So, and the checklist will be loaded with every rookie and prospect.
1: Well, when you're not on there selling that, I'm going to be on there selling, uh, Pogs. So I did, I do have a big box of Pogs. I got like, uh, Power Ranger Pogs. Here's the thing about the app. Who says I have to only sell a card? No one. No one said that. I'm going on there and selling all kinds of weird stuff and we're just going to have fun with it. Kevin will do your taxes. (laughs) There's your reference. It's an office reference. All right. Um, we have some guests coming up, and we have a special event uh, having to do with the national. You want to head on some of those? No, I'm going to okay. let you do this. I don't so, want to do it. There we go. <laughs> uh, upcoming guests. On July 11th, Mr. Chris Kelsey from Nash Cards is coming to join us, tell us about some events that are coming up as well Big as trade night. plans that he has for the trade night. Uh, Ray Schulte, some may be familiar with that name already. He is basically the guru behind the National and the Summit uh, out in Vegas. He is going to be coming on the show to talk to us a little bit about what we can expect uh, at the upcoming events. So your next two Thursdays. Yep. No, Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. That's a Monday and a Thursday. Yeah. But we do have another guest this coming uh, Thursday. So a week from today, um, we have uh, a guest coming from So Rare, which if you're not already familiar, it's one of the largest games internationally as far as that includes uh, NFT gaming. It's like an NFT fantasy hybrid. Yeah. It's a very interesting thing, but it's also hugely popular in soccer and... They're now bringing it over to MLB. They got all the rights and all this cool stuff. And the guy is friends with Ariel Hawani. So so that that is neat. That didn't hurt. Uh, So those are your guests coming up over the next few shows. Um, We also are going to be doing, as you've already heard probably, at the National Friday night, there is a huge Panini NFT party. Uh, There's also going to be some physical cards there too. But bottom line, if you want to get in, you have. First one of the show, bro. Bottom line, you did
0: really good today, and you know what it is. You could read my frustration what with you, and you wrong. saved.
1: I am so happy. What is wrong with you that you have to count them? That you have to be keeping track. you, you just excellent. like, you're a pounce, and you're ready to pounce. You said don't pounce, and then you pounced. You did you're exactly against what you, you said.
0: That, this is a compliment. <laughs> God.
1: No, it's good. not. That's not a compliment. You have That's gotten an away
0: from your. What do you call that? You I don't. Like it's you have a word a f- whisker. You've gotten away from those. It's a good thing. My dad, my dad said this, by the way, when I was in New Hampshire with him last week. Oh, he my God. He, I've noticed Jesse doesn't say that. Uh, mm. The bottom line and whatever your other one was. He's like He doesn't say that anymore. He's doing a lot better.
1: I'll uh, say this. Compliment. That's bottom what I'm saying. Bottom line. Gio was complimenting. I don't care if I say them because no one else has a problem besides you and your family, apparently. Uh, Gio, I thought we were friends. He complimented you. <laughs> anyway, it's not sp- a com- that's a backhanded compliment. That's like saying like, oh, you don't look as ugly as you usually do. Oh, that's back? nice. Yeah, but he says you're progressively going <laughs> no, away from get it. get away from I'm me. I'm glad. I'm get happy to away. Hear So we have a special event on Friday night at the Nationals. <laughs> can we keep if fighting? You, if <laughs> we can. Um, so go out paniniamerica.net on their uh, page. Hopefully they're going to move it to the f- homepage. But under blockchain, you can go out and buy packs. That's kind of how they're selling the tickets. Um, you can buy an NFT packs, uh, as it were, for... Either the VIP, the what's so what's the a level? level. Uh, yeah, so so real quick, and it is a pack.
0: Everything you buy when you open the pack, you get the NFT, which is your token to the party. Yep. So you have the general admission is hundred dollars, and each package, by the way, is detailed underneath. Yep. General admission is a hundred. VIP is five hundred. Super VIP is. 10,000 that gets you entry for 10 people, a private booth. There's only like two or three of those left. Actually. Yeah. I would be saying those
1: have sold out your odds of getting the super VIP are pretty rare, which I can't believe. I, I would have thought the I'm other not way so, around, dude. I'm, I the, thought those would be the first to go. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, um, we're also to go along with that. We're mentioning this because we are going to do a special like little meet and greet session there. So if you go out and buy your ticket, uh, the first 10 or the top Ten, I guess we're going to randomly choose them, but yeah,
0: we're going to do a giveaway style yeah, thing
1: for it. But th- those guys are going to do a special meet and greet with the two of us, and where upgrade. we're going to yell at each other, and yes. you guys can Jesse's just watch it and squash me. Yeah, we're going to have basically some
0: ex- like yeah, we'll do some physical stuff there. So yeah. basically, it's going to be one of these things. We'll work out the details, but everybody who's part of the Facebook group who has bought a general admission ticket, we'll have a post up shortly. It'll be like, hey, post a picture of your general admission ticket that you bought. You'll be entered into a random giveaway. There That's you how go. we'll do it. All right, and so go Panini, out there and do it. Panini, though, I, I'm going to be honest with you. couple things. First of all, get it on the homepage. Maybe as we get closer, it will. It is buried on the page a little bit. Which the fact is, that you
1: have to click on— You have to go to the page yeah. and then click on blockchain. What are we doing? Also— how about some social promotion?
0: I'm <laughs> just about, saying. How little, about we
1: not rip into them as we're trying to promote that's a, those are them? Helpful suggestions. Um, Benita, okay. you're doing a fine job, thank you. For I want them to do on. excellent, not yeah. fine. <laughs> that's okay. Fine is how I want my child to perform <laughs> in school. I don't even have a kid. I'm just saying. <laughs> if there were such a thing as a child, um, they don't exist. No. Okay. We can go to there. Million. There's your events. There's your
0: upcoming guests, and now you know what somebody did overlook. I am hoping to get ten to twelve. Eight to 12-minute recording sessions with me, just me and the guest, just you and the guest, or all three of us, live at our our booth setup at the National. We have like a bunch—I've already been reaching out, setting up appointments. I'm going to try to make an event, and we have a new YouTube thing we're going to try to roll out with some actual behind-the-scenes, like, this is how businesses prepare for the show. As opposed to just, here's a camera, and I just bought a card for $2,000, and I'm counting the money out on a guy's table. We're going to take a much more authentic approach. Uh, Jason— works for Octagon. It's Mm -hmm. totally his idea and I really am actually excited about it. And you know I hate anything involving a camera.
1: I know you do. And that's why I don't know if it's actually going to happen. But I'm excited. Either way, we'll have video content for you. That's what you need to know. Um, All right, back to the mailbag. Oh, you know what? I miss Adam A.J. Rottler's strategy. Buy high, sell low. That's the strategy I subscribe to and I really appreciate that. Adam, thank you. Um, Tristan Brown which would you rather have, college uni, auto or numbered, or a base pro uniform? Base pro. I hate college. I didn't go to college. I don't watch college. Every time you hear the word college, it's like an insult to you.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't need, people. these people think they're smarter than
1: me for whatever reason. Like, fine. Um, Yeah, jerks. Well, you went to college. You're one of those people. <laughs> I don't think that I'm smarter than anybody. I huh. think I'm average intelligence for... Huh the area that i live in isla fishman nonsense alert oh i like this a nonsense alert what are your favorite movie tv detectives that you would hire if your favorite card was stolen i know mine right off the bat favorite movie or, or TV. tv detective mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Now many would probably think I'm going to say Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes, but I am not going to say that. Okay. Uh, You uh, yeah I don't. It's Batman. Batman is your ultimate detective. You always go Batman. Just to be clear, this well, first a (laughs) couple things. To be clear, he
0: doesn't exist. Second of all, that's okay. That's that's for everybody. That's your biggest problem Uh, so far. that he doesn't. But he is like fighting things and like trying to kill Superman. But he's also the
1: world's greatest detective. That's in his name. It's like it says Batman, the Dark Knight. World's Greatest Detective. It says I that have somewhere. not seen that movie. It's probably on one of these comic books that you're looking at it's, right I now. I can tell you right now it's not on the well, comic. Well, it's book. a Marvel, so it probably isn't. But um, it's somewhere. Columbo, Palumbo. Columbo? Um, you know what I was thinking of?
0: You remember the old school one, Pink Panther?
1: Oh, Not yeah. the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, the real.
0: Was that guy's name Peter? I don't know why. I am like, maybe I'm getting him confused with Palumbo. Peter, Panther. Columbo. <laughs> Peter so Pink Panther. This Peter Pink
1: Panther. I'll go Pink Panther. If nothing else, you get a great name. <laughs> if anything, it's the cartoon, if nothing else. Um, all right. Thank you. I appreciate the nonsense. Um, let's see. Going to Mark. Sure. Oh, Mark Ja J- Austria. J- Austria. Um, Mark wants to know with the new Netflix documentary and all the LIV versus PGA drama, mm-hmm. do you guys think golf could see a bigger spike? That's an interesting Do you know
0: anything about the LAV what do I looked about
1: all about it the before. 70s this. Thing. Yeah. And, a- and it's a little this different point, format. The moral
0: dilemma is like you're taking blood money. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's gonna have any effect. No. I mean I think it's hurting my Phil Mickelson, if anything. Oh, Phil is taking the brunt. <laughs> and plus now they're talking about guys who play LIV will never be allowed to play in majors again.
1: Well, they are at least suspended. Yeah, but yeah.
0: So here's the thing: people want to compare. There there's always the two. Mm-hmm. Number one was the last dance. Mm-hmm. The Last Dance was as much about timing as anything else. he's yeah. reaching for the remote. Hang on, guys. What no, are we no, no. doing? Are I'm, you going on? While Netflix? you're talking,
1: I'm actually. I didn't. I haven't heard of this golf Net no, uh, documentary. Either. I'm just looking it up. So
0: the Last Dance came out uh, at the beginning of this whole pandemic shutdown. Yep. It was the first of its kind. The card market was going to take off with or without it. It just happened to coincide with it. Yeah. We will never see that repeated again, I don't think. The second one that people always
1: bring up well, is... Well, plus it was on the go. It was the one of who many people consider the greatest athlete. Yeah, those people are also wrong. Wayne <laughs> Gretzky, and it's not a discussion. It doesn't matter, it but is, the general it does public matter. Matter. thinks Wayne that. Gretzky
0: has the championships. God. His stats are so ridiculously fine. above anybody else. Fine. If you want to say Jordan and Brady are is an argument for two, okay. that's fine. I'll say that. I think it's Wayne, Tom, and then Michael, but fine. Okay. Um... The second one obviously would be the F one thing. Okay. Again, perfect, perfect storm. A, a booming sport, cards coming out for the first time, and all of a sudden there's this documentary. So it wasn't just a documentary. Is this thing out right now, by the way? No, this isn't it.
1: It's not uh, so it may be one that's coming up. So yeah, no, in answer to this out. question
0: though, I don't I don't think it's gonna make any
1: difference. I don't think anybody cares all that much about okay. that. So next question. Perfect. Um let's see. Uh, could John Bourne wants to know, could Mike talk about the old days of breaking pre COVID harder to fill single yep. digit PYT prices, <laughs> yep. less cheering and getting excited over relief pitcher autos that I would love to hear about those days.
0: Oh, it was. Yeah. I mean, things were difficult to fill. We were almost Truly ex- glorious. We were almost exclusively baseball, although we did some football and basketball. It was, a, that was even more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pricing was a fraction of what it is now across the board. Singles were way cheaper, so boxes and cases were way, way cheaper. Um, I've never been one to get overly excited about like a $5 hit and try to like con someone into thinking, oh, but you got this
1: random <laughs> oh, picture. I know you spent $80 on the team, but you got $4 here. I do appreciate that watching you when you were doing it, and you would honestly just tell the guy like, "That's not what you were looking for." (laughs) You just got.
0: I also had a really awesome community, though. Yeah, it was a small community. It was great. I knew almost. uh, I knew. I tried to know something about every
1: one of the people who were like consistent customers with Mm -hmm. me made a big difference. So here's an idea for anybody who is breaking or thinking about getting into breaking and they want to differentiate yourselves. This is something that I, maybe you guys do this, but I haven't seen being done. And I would love if they did that, including our guys on the app. If after the break, if you could take a minute and physically type out the hits, like just what? just a short, like, no. just the biggest hits of like, no, I'm not saying every hit. I'm just saying the biggest hits. Do a hit recap. That's what well, the guys do. Well, and I, I wish they would do hit recaps even more so. But Eddie, Eddie always does. There are some that don't do that. I'm just saying. But you're not gonna, why would you want this written? Because sometimes you, I can't watch the video or sometimes I can't find the, the thing. I would just love to have like, hey, I pulled these, these cards. If okay. it doesn't take a, a lot of extra time, it so would just middle, be an easy so thing So the to middle grab.
0: ground here is everybody should. I thought everybody was doing this anyways. I will mention it to people who are not. Take okay. five seconds at the end of the break and show the big hits. There you go. Hey, here's all the autographs. Here's all the patches, the numbered stuff, whatever. It it literally takes a minute. That that is a hit. Just a general hit recap on camera. I'm not on camera to yes. stuff out, but that's, okay. that's a mean, valid principle. A little okay. off base. We got together.
1: We, <laughs> we found a common found. ground. We're living on an island. Feels really good. It's breezy. Uh, Tyler Rodriguez, if you have a very short printed card that my uh, that may grade a seven or so, smart to grade or leave raw. Very short printed card. Depending on the value, I think it's it's still worth it to grade, because if it's a high-value
0: card that's super low-printed, uh, yeah, I do think you should grade it, because I think it makes it easier to move, and it stays safe. If it's going to be much lower than that, I wouldn't mess with it, and if it's of low value, I wouldn't mess with it anyways.
1: Okay. Uh, James Zaccadini, do encased cards or factory-sealed hold a better premium over any other grade besides a 10? I mean, in case cards, you're generally talking about like thicker patch
0: autos. So yeah, obviously a gem has a real premium, but anything below that, it's probably about the same. Like I'm paying the same for a flawless encased card as I am for that same flawless card graded a nine.
1: Why are you all bruised up, by the way? Basketball, bro. I live in the Which... paint. <laughs> you are like bruised up on under both arms. It's funny. Basketball, bro. Um... I get manhandled. <laughs> That's weird, I guess. That's good for you. Um, Here's something from James, too, that I I actually really like this point. I forgot to read during the earlier segment. Um, I'd like to see your viewpoint, because I think, if I recall, this is what we talked about at the end of Nationals last year. He says, not going to National. Was that National? The national the, is it nationals or na- the no, remember, national? Now I, always, I can't
0: remember. No, it's the national member. Okay. I've always said nationals because like, right. it's funny,
1: and I just like to annoy people. Not going to the national, but plan on buying heavy online during that week yep. due to less eyeballs on auctions. My strategy during this current oh well, that's we're not going to go into that part. That idea though is yeah, overall a, successful. I think at least it was last year, right? Yeah, to a degree, the market kind of is on hold a little bit. So if you can get in there, yeah, absolutely. some of the biggest guy, buyers are probably at that event. They're not actually watching the online stuff. So there you go. Um, Let's see. Dan Binden. After this one,
0: I do want to talk about one thing. Okay. I just saw a post that popped up and it's actually interesting. Okay. This is Danny B. Dan
1: Binden. We met him in Wisconsin.
0: He bought us a a drink.
1: I think I had a Diet Coke on Dan's dime. I remember that, Dan, but I don't remember the last name being Benendum. Okay. Hold, sell, buy in the middle of summer basketball, baseball, football. Hold baseball a little longer. Okay. Uh, I'm buying so middle of summer
0: so I'm going like another month from now I'm starting to buy basketball I think point. it's just meaning now like where mm. we're at now so right now so right now I'm, I do think it's a good buying time for football okay I don't think it's time to buy or sell. I'm holding basketball because I think things are going to continue to come down so don't sell it low and don't buy it because it's going to come down mm-hmm. baseball
1: sell as they're right? hot but there's a lot of stuff I'm holding well because we're not even halfway through the season of baseball though right because there are how many games
0: 168. Two. Pretty oh close. man, that felt good. Okay. This, some guy named Tim just made this post in the Facebook group. It's got a lot of reaction already. It's not the it's not the most logical thing I've ever heard, but that's fine. Is this it positive? It's yeah, it it's about grading. Still oh, okay. the point remains. And he lists out everything. PSA equals resale value, same slab as GMA. It's a better slab, but resale value. Okay. GMA. A crap grading company. Oh, okay. SGC. Resale value slash PC slash tuxedo slab, decent price. Okay. I mean, resale values, I don't really put in the huge positives for them compared to PSA, but I do think number two overall, fine. BGS, resale value, slab quality, almost too big. That's ridiculous. The slabs are too big? I mean, yeah. HGA, slab customizable, increasing resale value. That could not be farther from the truth. Decreasing resale, but I do like you can customize a slab. Yeah. CSG, slab customizable, increased quality. Didn't mention anything about resale value because it's garbage, Mm -hmm. but fine. GMA, PC, maybe. And he says, you know, too many 10s. Yeah, I wouldn't do anything with that. ISA, PC, um, too many 10s. It should be 8s. Yeah, I mean, I would never buy an ISA card unless something major changes. Honestly,
1: would you buy any of these graded cards unless you're looking to crack and flip? But even uh, then, it's like, I'm not, do you trust the grade to be able to to transfer over? Like, no, but that's why those are, I mean, you're buying those as well. I
0: mean, PSA, yeah. SGC, BGS are in a class by themselves. I yeah. will buy HGA if it's modern stuff. I will buy CSG if it's, actually, I trust CSG even with old stuff to authenticate. So oh, I would okay. buy it and I think you can get a value on it. Okay. After that, no. Yeah, there's so
1: many, <laughs> so many grading companies you know now. Great? There's a couple with only two letters, which is nice. So anyways, GG. Okay. Back to what you were doing though. That's good game for you gamers out there. Um, Golden glove for you baseball fans. No, no one cares about that. Uh, Let's see. Pat Dixon. When it comes to prospecting in baseball, at what point up to and after this year's draft, should I start following these kids? What product will be first to feature players drafted in the 2022 draft?
0: So in the draft, we'll start with 2022 Bowman draft. That'll come out this December. That'll have the draft picks. Aside from generally the number two overall pick, they usually, it's not a hard and fast rule, but normally the number two pick will be held over to the following year, Bowman. But it'll start with Bowman draft, and then you'll see almost all those names in Bowman's best, which comes out usually within a week or two of Bowman draft. So those will be the first big two. Start following them right away. So where did they go? What's the hype around them? Okay. Who had more hype and then cooled off for some ridiculous reason? Who's a good buy? But yeah, if you're going to get into it,
1: you got to kind of commit. Uh, Johnny Watt for a dual auto card if you have a star player paired with someone who doesn't pan out oh, does that lower the value of the card compared to a single person card oh yeah, yeah you know it? Who's, I tell you who's super guilty of this it's not really their fault obviously for whatever reason in the mid
0: 2000s even early 2000s Jeter was a dual autograph with so many guys who are just absolute garbage really and the cards are just worth way less because yeah Derek Jeter and Pat Burrell Oh, Patty B. PB, <laughs> NJ. Uh, yeah, I just, it, it kills it. I won't mess with cards like that at all. I don't buy them. I think they're garbage.
1: Wouldn't they already be at a significant discount, though? Like They so? are.
0: That's what I mean. So I think they're safe at whatever value they're at now. Okay. But when you get into trouble is like when they're, what they're doing now, which are awesome, right? But now you have guys like Zion on with, you know, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, but actually, the only card that comes to mind is the Kobe John ja Morant card. I love Ja Morant. He's Mm -hmm. had a good year and a half. If John Morant, though, just becomes like kind of an average kid, flames out in 15 years from now, yeah, I got Kobe and some other guy
1: who didn't really pan out. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, that's a fair point. uh, Kenny G... The what, why are we calling Ken, a Ken from Evansville, Cartshop Evansville? The saxophone. Play? That is the only one I know of. Kenny Chi uh, says I'm still having fun and innovating, offering up breaks that are more unique and having energy instead of being a drip. That's my term. All I did that from Geo mantra. Yep. Um,
0: Eei. I stole that.
1: Yeah. Oh, this was even. Oh, so this was going back to the point that we were making of what guys are doing to invest right now. Ken is on the app under Cardshop Evansville. You can guys go check him out and his sweet helmet that he wears. (laughs) Actually, I I think it's fun. Um, Mike Dunbar, Mike, how do you position yourself differently while investing in cards with a recession looming? Yeah, like, I, as we've talked about, I've
0: slowed on the buying. i focus focused more on stuff I'm going to keep and hold long-term. And i started to just spend money in other other areas, other assets. Like pogs. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking
1: houses, but yes, pogs. And pogs. Oh, sure. Nailed it. Um, Chris Thompson. How long have we been going, by the way? I can. We started a little bit after you 12. You can tell me it's been 19 minutes or 300. <laughs> and I'll be honest, in my sugar-deprived state. We're at one hour and 18, 19, 20 seconds. How many now though? Twenty-two. Okay. Se- yeah. <laughs>
0: Twenty-four. Hit a, um, Hit a
1: random sound thing. Do this. picture. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesse's one finger is big enough to encapsulate the whole board. That Got was them great. All. Got I, them I, all. In the old days when we had fun on the show I would have said that's a sausage finger. Now that the joy has been whipped away from me professionally I would not
1: say that. I thought we established that you're allowed to say sausage finger. That's I, on the record know, isn't uh, it? Next meeting. Uh, Chris Thompson wants to know uh, <laughs> we have fun on the show. How do you decide whether to submit a card to grading yourself or to a group submitter does value of the card matter to minimize the amount of hands it's being passed and touched?
0: I'll be honest with you. I sub everything to Nash. They're local. I like it. They prep it. They do everything. I am I trust them to take care of the card, so I'm not worried that it's an extra set of hands. Well, plus, and it's cheaper. Like, w- yeah, if you're going to But what he's them. saying is like, hey, if it's a $10,000 card, though, oh, I've already like handled it. End. Now, some be selective with who you use. But, I mean, yeah, we use Nash cards. And Nick Piper with walk-off submissions is the other guy. I mean, I trust Nick and Chris to handle my cards more than I, literally more than I would trust myself to prep them. So I don't ever give that a second thought.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, Randy, no, yeah, yeah, Randy Ott, recent thoughts on SSPs like uh, Kaboom. What are your thoughts on Galactics? Yeah, like we've talked about the Kabooms to me are a little overrated. I like the Galactics. I like
0: some of the other ones that are SSP that don't get the attention. The Galactics are really cool. I still think the Color burst are nice. It was one. Oh, the stained glass to me might be the like the prettiest of all.
1: Oh, stained glass looks awesome. I the prettiest think prettiest of all it, the inserts. That one thing is one of the coolest to have up on a shelf or something because it catches the eye so much. Chris Thompson had another question that I appreciate as someone who recently did a lot of shipping. When I did that Marvel rip, um, how do you decide what value to declare on a card that you are shipping to be graded?
0: I can, I don't. <laughs> I let like Chris do that. It's not, I I use a middleman. But I believe
1: the general rule is declare the value that you want if that card gets lost. So even but like if you're shipping if you rip something at your house though and you shipped it to someone. Well he's saying to get graded though. No, no, no. Oh, shipping yes, to yeah, be graded. To like, like I, see. I was thinking of the sense of like just shipping it to someone that got it in a rip or something that oh, you know is yeah. valuable. Um all right. So then let's see. Gabriel Mars, can can the guy that was on Tuesday talking about soccer sing the 30-point buck song with Jesse? I don't know that song, but I'm— The guy's name is Jason Flynn. He so. has a name, Gabriel. Come on, bruh. Uh, let's see. I think we have one more question. Let's see. Going to the my first national. Will Jordan, I'm sorry. Will says going to my first national, and it's a good idea to take cards I want to grade and consign and drop them at the show with companies. Or does that lead to delays since they are uh, since they have to transport transport back to me? Some of the wording on that was off, but so that's okay. uh,
0: easy to bring stuff to consign, just hand it over. But if you want stuff graded, I am not sure who is grading and what turnaround times will look like. Grading at the show, I, I don't know. But yeah, if you have a guy, you're using like PC sports, five-star cards are two consigners, mm-hmm. you like, hey, I want to get, bring them stuff and just hand it to them. Absolutely. But in terms of grading, I just don't, I don't know which company is going to be there grading, not grading, and what it'll be. Anyway, mm-hmm. I love this. Now that Prism Football, I just saw, it. I like keeping Facebook open because it actually brings up relevant posts. Now that Prism Football is, uh, is still sitting on Target's website, we can admit that it's still rare, pump and dump until I die. It's junk wax. I'm still indifferent. How about it's still Prism football? And I thought everybody was upset when they couldn't get retail. Now you can get it. <laughs> it's just funny to me, and not to mention anonymous poster. No more anonymous in the group. I can't stand that. Wait, stuff. how do you can post anonymous? It's a thing? new thing on Facebook. You can say like post anonymous. Oh, anywhere. I don't care for that. No, not in this group. I just be. like to like. Do you think Prism football football is a terrible,
1: b horrible, or c ridiculously bad? Look, everybody said bad stuff. <laughs> it's you can't ha- you can't argue with that. Said. All right, next end of show. That's it. Then we did it. We we did all the next flips. week. Then we're doing Tuesday
0: and Thursday because of the July Fourth is yes. a Spotify holiday.
1: Yes, sir. Okay,
0: so Tuesday, Thursday next week. Um, we've got three guests lined up, and then one show. You know what we're doing? This actually will make it very easy. Next Tuesday is okay. is National Prep Show.
1: Oh, we were going to do it. Um next week anyways, right? Or were we doing it the week after? It doesn't matter. Well, right?
0: I wanted to yeah, because when we have guests on three shows oh, in a row that's after right. that.
1: Okay. Which means the 14th. And one with Ray, so.
0: Cuz then you've only got like the 18th. We only have one or two shows after that that don't have a guest already and that'll be kind of a big thing. So, okay. we'll tailor the mailbag to it. We'll do all that. The week
1: of the National, do we just record the Monday's show as regular and then Yep. We're going to regular. One, we're going to record one at the the place, right? Like We'll see how the audio is audio should be fine it'll, it, audio i think will be fine oh, we so just have to yes. make sure that we're not like uh we just let people know hey we can't be well, doing we're gonna anything. have the big chat we'll be
0: in the middle of it and we can we can just chat who cares but it'll, yeah, but, yeah. Right. but yes that'll happen at the show and then we'll also just have a bunch like i said a bunch of short interviews we'll work in to shows after the national sure there you go all right that is sports cards and nonsense brought to you by the ringer podcast network
1: so, yeah i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> You having a good time over there? I'm having a
0: great time. Put those sausages away for a <gasps> Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer call. Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We will see you back next Tuesday. Hit your goofy button. Goodbye.